Yeah. It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Mom's cooking chicken and collard greens. Rice and stuffing macaroni and cheese. And Santa putting gifts under the Christmas trees. Speaking of Christmas trees, Merry Christmas and welcome to Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. How's everybody doing out there today? Doing pretty good here. If you're just tuning in for the first time, remember I am uh, Craig Greca. I'm a senior master instructor, a sixth degree in the universal martial art, and I run a martial arts studio in uh, Cape Coral, Florida. Uh, it's good to be with you guys today. Our podcast is about the teachings inside the Karate Kid and Netflix Cobra Kai series. Uh, both uh, Mr. Miyagi, uh, Daniel LaRusso, and sometimes even Johnny Lawrence. So today, we're going to talk a little bit about the Karate Kid Part 3. Now, in the Karate Kid Part 3, um, Daniel and Mr. Miyagi, uh, after Mr. Miyagi loses his job, um, decide to open a business together. And they open a business called Mr. Miyagi's Little Trees. Okay? Now, I'm a, I'm a really big fan of this, of this one. I, I know that some people aren't as big a fan of the, of the uh, Karate Kid Part 3. Uh, well, a couple of the reasons for that is they kind of um, they kind of messed up the love interest a little bit on it. And, and Karate Kid movies were always known for uh, a little bit of the love interest drama. Um, uh, so they what happened is they had a a, a third um, a third girl in it, and um, uh, I think uh, Ralph Macchio, after she was signed, realized that Robin, uh, who plays in the Karate Kid Part Three was 17, and uh, Ralph Macho, even though he looks young, he's a lot older, I think he was like 30, 30 30-something, whatever, so he felt bad about her being a love interest, so he decided to make it more of a friend, Um, he changed the script and made it more of a friendship instead of a love interest, Um, so that's why a lot of times that movie didn't do very well, Um, but um, I personally think they should have brought back Kumiko, but that's that's my personal uh, opinion. But anyways, um, one one of the reasons why I like it for is this, okay? Uh, uh, Daniel LaRusso just finished uh, high school, and a lot of times people go directly from high school uh, into college, okay? And instead, uh, Daniel decides that maybe college isn't for him and that him and Mr. Miyagi are going to go into business together uh, for Mr. Miyagi's retirement uh, to make a, a bonsai tree shop, bonsai tree store, Okay. And it's a cute little movie, and it it, uh, it teaches about the worth ethic. And um, inside the um, inside the movie itself, um, the the concept of the bonsai tree is used a lot as a life lesson. Mr. Miyagi uses it as a life lesson for Daniel um, to teach him that um, after the glory of high school, and you're an adult, that you still have to start thinking for yourself instead of thinking for what the teachers have all always taught you. So uh, Daniel's struggling with trying to figure out who he is. So that's one reason why I like it a lot is because of that very reason. And part of our uh, topic today is uh, directly from that, uh, that, uh, that movie. And the topic is Banzai Christmas Tree. Okay, now when I, um, I uh, born and raised in Michigan, as many of you guys know, uh, but my first year living in Florida, um, I had a lot. I started getting into bonsai, recreational bonsai tree um, practice, and I had like six or seven bonsai trees. 
that I worked on, and they were all displayed in the backyard. And that year, uh, the first year in Florida, I did not have a Christmas tree, so I brought um, the juniper, which is a very evergreen-looking bonsai tree, and I brought it into the, um, into the house and, and put uh, Christmas lights around it. And that was my first Christmas tree in Florida. So I always remember that with fond memories, which leads me up to today's topic, and that is the recreational bonsai tree practice. Now, this is not to be confused with people that, um, that, that do bonsai trees for a living because there is a bonsai tree farm nursery that's not too far away from here and they specialize in all kinds of um, awesome bonsai trees that uh, many of them go for like, you know, hundreds and thousands of dollars, you know. And in fact, uh, we visited there at least three or four times and I'm always telling my kids to stay away from the, uh, from the $10,000 trees over there because uh, we don't want to knock one of those over, you know. So, uh, yeah, they go up in price all the way up to many thousands of dollars. So, but anyways, the, the recreational practice is something that, that you or your kids or my students can do at home, okay? Now, some of the, some of the best trees to get, uh, you can go to Lowe's or Home Depot to get them. Sometimes you can get, you can buy a couple of pre-made ones there that aren't too expensive. They're like around the $15, $20, $25 mark just to start your bonsai tree collection. Um, but if you're making your own, a lot of times I use shrubs. Um, sometimes I use shrubs that are already dwarfed. So if you find one that's dwarfed already, they already have small uh, needles, small uh, leaves, and it kind of makes them look like a bonsai tree a little bit quicker than, uh, than having to, um, to make it adjustable over the years. Um, also, too, a ficus trees work really well, especially in Florida. Uh, they seem to grow like wildfire, and also ficus trees can also be brought inside. So they can be an indoor bonsai tree, um, especially here in Florida where the, where the sun is very hot. If you don't have some kind of screen over it, sometimes the bonsai can burn out in the hot sun. So that's why it's very important that you um, uh, to know what kind of bonsai tree you want, whether you want it to be an indoor bonsai tree or an outdoor bonsai tree, so they can adapt. Now, the bonsai tree practice in itself um, was described in the first Karate Kid movie um, where Mr. Miyagi uses it to teach Daniel and also to test Daniel to see if he has the ability to uh, be mindful in his, in his movements. Um, so, for example, um, he tells Daniel to, um, to sit down in front of the, uh, the bonsai shrub and to visualize what kind of tree he wants, what he wants it to look like. And then open his eyes and then go ahead and make like the picture that he formed in his mind. Okay? And then Daniel asks him, he says, how do I know if mine's the right one? And then Mr. Maggie says, if it comes from inside you, it's, it's always the right one. Okay? Um, now, the, the, the fun part about this is that if you follow the Karate Kid movies and also the Cobra Kai Netflix show, you see that Daniel LaRusso is teaching uh, Robbie how to do bonsai trees too. Okay? And then he also says the same thing that Mr. Miyagi does, but he does it a little bit easier to understand way. And what he says is he says that, um, that you can also use this for your life and that you close your eyes and you visualize what your life, what you want your life to be. And then you open your eyes and you make your life what you want. 
Okay, and I've heard this in other movies as well, and I, I really like that message that you can you can create and make and win at life the way that you visualize for yourself. So visualization is very important, and that's what we're talking about next. Um, to, to use the concept of visualization, visualization. Um, now, um, one of the things you can do is that after you've um, made your bonsai tree or bonsai trees, uh, whether you do it just as a practice with your family or for our students, we've done it a couple times with our students here at the studio where I've had bonsai trees outside or bonsai trees inside and people would have to, uh, to trim them up and they'd have to take turns doing a, a cohesive bonsai tree together. Now when I, when I did this in the classroom uh, for Karate Kid Day, um, I always thought that um, when I did it, I always thought that like that everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, I don't want to do the tree part. I want to do like the jumping around, kicking part." But actually, it was funny because the kids really got into it. They really got into the bonsai tree practice itself. So I was like, I was I was kind of impressed. I was I was pleasantly surprised that they um, they liked doing the bonsai tree sculpting so much. Now, um, a second part of our topic today is about martial arts expression. Now, this is something that we've talked about before. Um, and um, what that is is that um, the concept that using the, the martial art training to help you to become more artistic in general. And I've developed a whole course on this um, through Google Classroom for future use. But bonsai itself, the art of bonsai tree making, is a form of martial art expression. So I thought it would be a good idea today uh, to bring my daughter, who's an artist, uh, Gabrielle, to bring her on the program to be one of our guests. And I wanted to talk to her about a little bit about, about martial arts expression. So uh, Gabrielle, um, how are you doing today? Pretty good. So uh, you like drawing and painting, right? Yes, it's one of my favorite hobbies. That's great. Um, now we've talked before about this, and, and you told me about your artistic process. You said that you keep an idea floating around your head for a couple days, uh, then you commit to it on canvas. Yes, this helps me make up the perfect art. Yeah, that's, that's neat because, uh, you know, after you told me that, I, I realized that, you know, I do the same thing. Um, sometimes I have an idea floating around my head, sometimes for a couple weeks, and then I feel like, you know, that it, it's time for me to do that. And, and not only is it something that I feel the need to do, but it's very comforting to do as well. Now, um, what, is, uh, what subject matter do you like? I really like to draw sunflowers, nature, and landscapes. Very good. Now, when you do these, what's your favorite medium? Well, I like to sketch them, and then I like to paint over them. That's great. That's great. I, I've seen some of your work, and it's pretty good. So I, want, I always want you to keep working towards that, that same direction. Um, very often these days... Um, and I was talking to this about my talking to my sister about this the other day, that people often ignore uh, certain levels of gifts in people these days. Um, sometimes the importance on science and math sometimes seems to go um, to be more important than uh, the developmental of your of your right side of your brain, whether it be um, uh, writing, uh, calligraphy, art, you know. And those, those kinds of right brain activities are extremely important. And you can be a, a creative genius 
okay? Not just a genius in science and math, but you can be a creative genius too, and you can do things that someone in a different area can never do. So those rare gifts you have to really um, work on. Now, um, hey, uh, um, Gabrielle, uh, the, um, what martial arts subject matter have you draw, drew or painted? I've painted um, yin-yang symbols before. Yin-yang symbols? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of, uh, of that, and also um, and I've drawn those many times in my life. I'm also a big fan of Chinese art. So um, Chinese art's always been something that I've always doodled whenever I've had uh, the opportunity. Um, now, in, uh, in, in our martial art, our martial art patterns are beautiful, and the strive to make things beautiful is another form of expression. Did you know that? Yes. And I can tell that your martial arts training that you do strive to make things beautiful, okay? And even when we... Um, when we have uh, things around the studio here, uh, Gabrielle likes to come around and, and fix things to make things more artistically pleasing. And I, you know I always appreciate that. But I, I wanted to get into the, uh, real quick, the, the practice, um, the martial art practice that you would do um, when doing this, this topic of uh, Christmas bonsai tree. And one of the things I thought about is um, taking a pair of uh, hand weights like dumbbells and doing uh, shoulder rolls, okay? So a lot of times in my training, I try to keep healthy shoulders and in, in doing the trimming and the wiring and all that stuff that you do uh, for a bonsai tree, it would be very useful for you to do um, shoulder rolls back with, with dumbbells and also shoulder rolls forward to make sure that you have a nice healthy shoulder, okay? Now um, also too, you could um, sit on a bed or sit on a desk and do wrist curls. You can do wrist cur- curls um, with your forearms laying on the desk or bed, you can also turn them around and do them backwards wrist, wrist curls as well. And that would strengthen your wrist um, for punching, okay? Now, another thing to add to that would be to do a couple push-ups or even a, a set of push-ups on your knuckles, okay, to get your wrist strong. Now, another thing too is we talked about martial, martial arts expression with Gabrielle here. And also too, um, um, we talked about martial art patterns. So as, as beautiful as bonsai trees are, they're so perfect, you can also do the mindful practice of doing your pattern seven to 10 times to make it more uh, beautiful as you do it, to make sure that you're, that you're using your whole body, that you're being very dynamic, that you're adding all the, everything in to make it look that way. Is your kick higher? Is your kick lower? Can you do a higher kick in it? Can you make, it, can you make your pattern look awesome with a nice tight guard and uh, nice rotation and body movement. So you can also too, as part of your, as part of your uh, Christmas time, you can also use uh, different types of Christmas music to practice your patterns. Now, whether you do uh, a Christmas pattern to, to some more new age type of Christmas music like Enya, okay, or some kind of Celtic music, or maybe you wanna do your pattern a little bit faster and you can use some Trans-Siberian Orchestra music, the Christmas music as well. The traditional classics are always great to do, and it gives you into the Christmas spirit. Um, um, there's also some, uh, some rock versions of some Christmas songs that you guys can do as well when you do your patterns. Now, um, um, don't forget that 
in every single podcast that we have now, we're going to have a secret word of the day, okay, a secret word or secret phrase. And if you tell me what the secret word or phrase is, um, my students can tell me in class, or you could perhaps uh, email it to me as well or text me, okay, if you know me. Um, then um, you can be eligible for, uh, for free prizes as well as discounts in my studio. So I thought this would be a fun way to get the kids uh, engaged in our podcast. So today, our secret word is visualize, okay? Because if you visualize, you can make it true, okay? So if you visualize what you want to do, we talked about this with the bonsai tree, okay? To knowing, and we talked about this with martial art expression, okay? So that you can um, keep on getting better at that and visualize it for life. That if you visualize your life a certain way, you can make your life that way as well. So visualization is a strong, strong um, uh, topic for, um, for that. So anyways, um, I hope that you guys enjoyed our podcast today. I'd like to thank Gabrielle for coming on our podcast today. Thank you for having me. Yep, she did a great job. And um, I hope that everybody has a, uh, a Merry Christmas and also a happy holiday season. So no matter what, uh, what you celebrate, uh, make sure that you have a, a ha happy holiday season. And um, as I said, um, uh, next week, we're going to be focusing on um, some more New Year's type topic. Okay, so uh, we have one next week uh, that we're going to be doing that's going to be focusing on uh, New Year's time and also New Year's goals so that you guys can uh, can make yourself better. So uh, don't forget, in order to fully learn karate, you have to unlearn your misconceptions about what constitutes training. Also, we are learning martial arts at home through everyday work, thus creating life, increased productivity, and a better world. Now, I wanted to leave you guys today with a little tidbit uh, before we, uh, we take off uh, to finish up our uh, Christmas and Hollis by Run DMC. But I hope that you guys have a Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday Season. This is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. And here we go. Yeah. Well, I'm so loud and proud you hear it. It's Christmas time and we got the spirit. Jack Frost chilling. It all gets out. And that's what Christmas is all about. The time is now. The place is here. And the whole wild world is filled with cheer. My name's Craig G with the mic in my hand And I'm chillin' and coolin' just like a snowman So open your eyes, lend us a ear We wanna say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year! Yeah! This is Karate Kid Master Dojo You guys enjoy the rest of your day And have a great New Year Take care, bye-bye